Welcome to this week's episode of the Faith Worker Podcast. Today's episode is part two on the beginnings of Faith Covenant Church. Pastor Les sits down with longtime member and current deacon at Faith, Don Bertel. Les and Don continue their talk about the founding of Faith Covenant Church and what it was like in the early days of Faith's ministry here in Borger. Here's Pastor Les and Don. So what are some of your fondest memories of those early days of Faith Covenant Church? Well, I just remember just sitting in the in the morning service, and we, I think Dale Yance was doing a series on the Book of Romans, and I remember just almost every Sunday we would go through a passage, and, and interesting enough, you're doing Romans right now, Les, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember every Sunday we would do another passage in, in Romans, and I just remember the... It's like wow, just just the the, um, the light bulb coming on and saying, "Wow, yeah. this this yeah. is what this is what Christianity is all about. This uh-huh. is this is the gospel. This is how God wants to work in our lives." And mm. and I just remember the the um, the thrill it was each week to to kind of grow in my understanding of of, yeah. of of how God's working mm. in this world, and and mm. especially in understanding how the scriptures clearly teach teach the truth you know and yes, so I, I i that's one thing that stood out was just the just the the clarity and the and the depth of understanding that we were gaining over the just it seemed like week by week and that yeah. was one thing um uh we had youth you know i was a i was in middle school and high school and we had youth activities and um some of the other churches in that area would 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 meet we had one we had a little bible quiz team you know if you, i don't know if i ever <laughs> really? told you this no you had kidding. a bible quiz team and it was one of these deals where you had to sit on the edge of the chair and they'd ask a question you you knew the answer you had to stand up real quick so i was playing basketball at the time so i was pretty pretty good shape so i could jump up quicker there was a girl named uh um, Kate Stallings. She's ended up here. She ended up marrying Bob Van Zyl, oh, and they're okay. one of our missionaries That's we support. Right. Yes, well, she sir. was on the team. She probably knew the answer more than I did, but I could get up quicker than she could. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 we were all because we were on the same team. We'd go to these other churches, and they'd have a youth group, you know, and there yeah. there would be so they'd ask these questions, you know, and we'd stand up and answer them, and so that was kind of fun. We just kind of had a little Bible quiz team, and we'd yeah. compete against the other area yeah. churches, and. Why? Uh, Y'all were probably like twelve and zero or something like yeah, that. We yeah, we were. We did pretty well. I bet you did. <laughs> you got seminary professors yeah, we coming had, up here. Yeah, yeah. so oh, that was fun. Like, That's not fair. And <laughs> another interesting thing about those youth meetings is, and and I didn't realize it at the time, but Susie, my wife, she was going to the Bible Church in Pampa. And we don't remember really seeing or noticing each other in in high school, but we were probably at some of the same oh, yeah. same deals. <laughs> of course, I had big black uh, wire. I mean, black uh, uh, glasses. You know, I, I wasn't the most. I, I was a nerd. Oh, you looked like Buddy Holly. You, yeah, you were I cool. Wasn't Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah, you were like Buddy Holly. Back in the day. I was. That's and, great. Uh, but wow. uh, later on, we 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 kind of figured out we probably were at some of the same yeah. youth activities. Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. Do you feel like it was uh, good for your parents, your your family? I to think be so. Be a part of something new and have yeah. to step out in faith, and yeah, there, you know, I remember, you know, of course, I was 
you know, I wasn't in on all the discussions when the church was founded. And I mean, sure. they would go and meet and talk about how we're going to pay for a pastor, how we're going to, yeah. you know, how are we going to get a building and all that. So I wasn't in all all of those discussions, but I just remember my parents just, you know, praying about it and talking about it and bringing other couples would come over to our house and yeah. they would just sit and strategize and think about how, you know, how do we, how are we going to do this? You know? And, yeah. and we actually, we actually leaned upon Dallas seminary. They had a, had a particular ministry at, from the seminary that would go and help churches get started. Oh, really? And so they had a, I forget what the man's name was, but he was, um, uh, what was his name? But, uh, maybe it'll come to me, but the, um, he came up and kind of helped to uh, organize the church and help us get it started. So, really? you know, how, do, how do, you know, what kind of bylaws should we have? You know, what kind of organization uh-huh. should, we, uh-huh. should, you know, you know, how should it, how should it function and, and all wow. those things? What are, well, you know, what are the things that we need to be uh, t- t- taking care of and making sure that, right. you know, we're being done properly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of that going on. So my parents were, I remember just lots of lots of interaction with them and other families and trying to figure out what the what the uh, next steps were, you know. Yeah, but I'm sure it was such an exciting time. It to was. See this, you know, it's kind of like planting a church. I've often been told is sort of like having a baby. Yeah. You know, you, there, you know, there's the birth of it, but it's it's small, it's fragile, and it can't take care of itself. And you right. Start taking care of it, but then as it grows, it kind of starts to take on a life of its own. And it's just it's very fulfilling, very exciting. Right. And I know your parents and those other people that I know most of them are with the Lord now, but right. You know, it must have been so fulfilling to see this church. You know, get born and get off the ground. I remember one thing that was kind of funny. I remember when when we first started, one of the questions that people kept asking, well, if you're if you're not going to be a part of a denomination, where are you going to get your Sunday school material? What are you going to study? <laughs> and and uh, some of my, my parents or somebody in the group said, well, we're going to study the Bible. And they said, well, what are you going to do when you finish that? <laughs> and I, they said, well, I guess we'll study it again. <laughs> you know, they were, they were really concerned because we weren't yeah. a denomination and didn't have some of the resources that a denomination would have. And you know, so I, that I, was— that oh, was a question. Yeah, that was just one of the things I remember coming up as a question. You know, I hadn't thought about that, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, how did how did that decision get made? Are you aware of what prompted the this group to say we're going to be a non denominational church? Because I'm sure that was a rarity back then. Yeah, I, I think part of the part of the reason was because the particular denomination that most of the people in our group were from had had a bad experience with the upper echelons of the of uh-huh. the organization of the church they had dictated a lot of stuff down to the local church that yeah. that they just didn't agree with and so they just had a uh dislike of of that top-down control mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i think that was a lot of it and then just being aware that you know bible churches were kind of the thing at that time you know yeah, that's true too mm-hmm. and there again y'all were again really kind of ahead of your time because the the bible church really started to gain prominence in, mm-hmm. in the 80s but y'all yes. were here early 70s right. kind of getting right. one off the ground and so you know again y'all were really ahead of your time which is so great um going back to uh dr yance um i remember talking to a man who about your age uh, who's spent his life as a missionary on college campuses? Yes, a guy named Glenn Carter. Yes, and you know he's worked with Campus Crusade now for 
I would guess, 40 or 50 years. So he's heard Josh McDowell. He's heard all sorts of fantastic speakers. And he told me one time that he still thinks that Dale Yance was the best Bible teacher he's ever heard, Yeah, which is really remarkable. Yeah, I I would probably agree with that because, of course, he was the first Bible teacher that I had on a regular basis that— that really taught me a lot of basic stuff, you know. Yeah. And I remember is that one of the things we did was uh, as in the youth, he taught the he caught, taught the youth group some too, and uh, we went through the Book of Genesis, oh, and, yeah. and it was just eye opening about wow. you know just understanding what. You know what all the the Bible says about the beginnings, and yeah, so yeah, and yeah. so, and then of course I mentioned the Book of Romans earlier. I think of yeah. all the studies I've ever done was that, the, yeah. and whenever when Doctor Yance did Romans, we didn't do it verse by verse. We did it word by word. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm, ser- I'm serious. <laughs> we so would spend a whole Sunday on maybe three words. You really? know, and so really? it was very in depth, oh, and that's so uh, yeah, good. so, wow. Wow. Uh, so good. it was good. No doubt, no doubt. And so Dr. Yance is here. The church is kind of starting to blossom and grow a little bit. And y'all made a decision, okay, if we're going to, you know, be a church, we're going to have to have land, we have to have property and a building. And again, I just love this story. <laughs> here we sit on these six acres uh, right here in the corner of Florida and Tristram. Uh, kind of tell us about how this land, how, how the church found it, and what was here, and how it got purchased, and you know, just kind of walk us through that process because I know it must have been a huge step of faith. For the it church. was again. We were this is the church was just getting started, and uh, we of course we started about in '68, and I think this was probably about '73 or so when we bought the land uh-huh. for this for where we're at today, and uh, um, I don't know exactly who found the property at first, but I remember there was a gasoline station here on the corner. Right. I think it was an Exxon station. And it and it had shut down. It, it wasn't in operation, but the company that owned it did not want to sell this land. They would sell the land around it, but not the very, very corner oh, where right. the gas station was. So we couldn't get, we, we wanted the property. We found it. We wanted the property, but that the company that owned the gas station would not sell. And finally, one of the members of our church was in the oil field business, and he knew somebody that knew somebody <laughs> that uh, made some connections. And the next thing you know, we had bought the property. So, wow. and I don't know, I, I don't know this for sure because nobody would talk about it, but I think this person actually bought the, bought the property and gave it to the then church. Gave it to the church. Yeah. yeah. And so that, the corner, and the, then the church bought the rest of it around it. Uh-huh. But uh, I do remember uh, my dad was a surveyor, and I went out and helped, I held the stick, you know, the stick in, <laughs> and we surveyed the property. I remember doing that. No kidding. Yeah. Really? I remember doing it. Oh, that's so. great. Yeah. I ran into somebody uh, years ago, and they told me that. You know, back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, this is where the circus always was. That's true. Oh, is that's, that right? I that's think it true. is in yeah. this area, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, and it was, it's kind of interesting that, that nothing ever got developed on this corner. Of yeah, the, that is true, because uh-huh. there's a big neighborhood back here. Yeah, here and the school the on the other corner. Yeah, Right, school's been here since the 50s, and, and y'all managed to get six acres right here in the middle of the very town, prime right location. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So, again, that's just God's providence. Yes. I mean, you, know, you have this little group of people who say, we love the Word. We love the Word of God. We want to be taught the Word of God. And then seminary professors start flying to Borger, Texas, and then God drops in one of the best Bible teachers anybody could ever hear to help get this church off the ground. 
And then in God's providence, there's six acres of land right across from Borger Middle School cool. next to this big neighborhood. Yes. Uh, it's just amazing to see the hand of God in Absolutely. all these things. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then this building that we're sitting in, uh, we're sitting back here in Michael's office right now. <laughs> but uh, this building that we're in was built, I believe you, you've told me, maybe in 1975. I think so. We were, uh, right? I was at Frank Phillips College at the time and, and dating Susie, my wife. Okay. And uh, I remember coming out here and watching them get it, watching it being built. And, uh, wow. I think we moved in, was it April or something of 1975? Okay. And, uh, wow. So, um, yeah. In fact, were were you uh, old enough to be aware of like, some of the process that the church went through? I remember we had meetings and they did not want to start building until they had, had pretty much all the money either raised or, committed i mean they they, yeah. they wanted to be sure it was going to be paid for yeah and so yeah. uh yeah. so we we didn't start building until we had like i think 80 percent of the money and the rest 80 the remaining 20 yeah. percent pledged in some way so yeah that's that's it yeah you, yeah you have you have gifts and offerings then you have pledges yeah and then you try to fill in the rest yeah which oh that's so great and then over the years you know just so many people have told me you know how beautiful the auditorium is, and and, and yes. it really is. It's just a beautiful, beautiful spot, and I know it's a great, great place. Yeah, I don't know if people realize it's actually a seven sided. It's a seven sided room, in which is I remember with the builder saying, "I'm never going to build another seven sided room because <laughs> it's not you know it's not." Normal normal things aren't seven sided. I always assumed it was eight. No, it's seven. It's a seven sided. So that's not an. What would you call that? Not not a heptagon. Yeah. Is that a heptagon? Yeah, heptagon. Yeah. It's a heptagon. So oh, it makes wow. all your angles a little weird. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, so yeah, interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, but do you think a, that was on purpose? That you was know, on seven purpose. Seven being the number. Yes, for, oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I love that. There was a church in Dallas that it was kind of designed after that was built I with see. seven sides. Really? So oh, that's somebody fantastic. had known, again, it was another connection with a connection that yeah. somebody knew. Wow. And, you know, I, I, I think maybe you and I have talked about this before too, but, you know, there was a precious man here at the church when I first came, uh, Archie Adams. Yes. Who was uh, our church treasurer when I first came. And he told me this story several times that when y'all had kind of stepped out in faith and, you know, you had the cash on hand and you had the pledges, but, you know, still kind of short of what you needed that a man walked into the church office at the Borger Hotel one day, uh, a farmer from Pampa, and said, I hear y'all going to build a church. I and, remember that. And oh, Okay. Yeah. Do, do you want to yeah. tell that story? You want well, to? no, you, go, you can go ahead. But I, I, I remember those kind of things would happen just here and there. We'd be, we needed, we need something. You know, we'd be in need of some money or some, like the, like the land issue I talked about earlier. And it just like out of the blue here was the answer. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember he just, he'd had a really good crop or something that year, wasn't it? Yes, sir. I think That's so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he came in and he wrote the church a check for $10,000. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the exchange rate would be today, but in 1973 or 74, mm-hmm. I would think $10,000 would be a lot of money. It was. A yeah. lot of money. And they never knew who it was. He never came back. He just had heard that we were yeah. built, you know, that this church was being built and mm-hmm. he wanted to be a part of it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Which is really incredible and just amazing to see how how the Lord is so faithful. Lord is Lord's hand has been in so many things throughout the years, and uh, yeah. I think uh, we, you and I were just talking earlier about you know what are some things you know what makes what are some distinctives of Faith Covenant Church over the yeah. years, and I would probably say the biggest distinctive is we've all we've had always had really good Bible teachers, but every one of the Bible teachers we've had have been different. 
You know, there none uh-huh. would work. None was a copy copycat of the other. You know, everyone taught in a different way, had a little different experience, and so we all we had good Bible teaching all through the years, but it was always from a, each each phase or each pastor that came along kind of came from a different, little different approach. You know, yeah. some were a little more pastoral, uh-huh. some were a little more studious and, and almost a uh, it's like a, going to a seminary almost. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, some some were ju- just each one had different. You know, obviously each one has their own skills, and and it was really neat to see how that um, uh, just over the years we've just yeah. had we just had good Bible teaching, but always in in different with different flair or interest to it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And I do remember when y'all were speaking with me about. You know, uh, coming here to to be pastor. Yes. How every person I spoke to always said something like, "We don't want you to feel like you have to go out running around town taking care of stuff. We want you to be here studying and, and making sure we have good, good teaching. Bible teaching on Sundays." Yes. And uh, that just blessed my heart, and mm-hmm. but it also kind of gave me a sense of uh, like the values that were built in. You know, to the DNA of the church, uh-huh. like we really want to be taught the Bible well, and and then I'll be honest, it's always been really intimidating to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's one thing you mentioned just the just the the depth and the you know just the <clears throat> the excellence of the Bible teaching that's been yes. going on here for so long. Uh, but also from your perspective, it's kind of our last question here today. Uh, having been here for a long time mm-hmm. now, <laughs> how old are you, Don? Well, I'm I'll be sixty. Uh, nine in okay. November, so I'm 68. So, yeah, <laughs> I had to and do I the math. You, I know you've moved away a couple of times I here have. and there, but yeah, but you've been associated with the Faith Covenant Church for I guess would be 56 years now. Right, right. Wow, that's that's pretty wild. That really is. But you've been here for a long, long time. You've been a leader, and you're a fantastic teacher here in the church. And I've been here 19 years. You've been teaching Sunday school all mm. 19 years that I've been here. It's been quite a run. Uh, what do you think makes FCC a special church? Well, you know, of course, we mentioned the Bible teaching. Obviously, that's that is core and and foundational. But you know, we've had good people. We have we had good yeah. pastors. We've had good good members. We've had uh, people that love the Lord. I mean, it just yeah. and you know, and whatever make what makes a good church is the people and the and the and how they interact with one another and how they uh, support the ministry and and just uh, through hard times and good times and so forth. And, and we've had our share of both, you know. Yeah, we've had our sure. share of hard times and we had our share of yeah. good times. And uh, yeah. yet, you know, just being faithful to one another and to the Lord and just over the years um, doing things well, what we do, we do well. And um, we, we, we are a small church, so we don't do everything, but right. we try to do the things we do, we do well. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. So um, I think we've had we've had involvement in the community. I uh-huh. think that's always been important, and I think yeah. we've been, you know, that's obviously been one of our priorities, and yes, so sir. it shows. Yeah. So yeah, oh, that's so great. You know, something else too. You know, when I was uh, across town, you know, ministering at Keeler Baptist and First Baptist, I was always so blessed that. Faith Covenant Church always had made such a big commitment to to young lives. Yes, because, absolutely. Uh, you know, again, you know, I, I don't know how big a church Faith Covenant Church was back in the uh, you know uh, early mid '90s, but I remember some of the youth pastors who were here uh-huh. and just sharp, sharp guys, and just you know, for a church this size, you know, to say, 
hey, we're going to have two guys on staff. We're going to have a pastor. We're going to have a youth pastor. Yes. You know, <laughs> uh, I was just I was just always impressed by that. And then my kids would come to the after school program. What was the after school program called? Uh, uh, kids, kids under construction. construction. Mm-hmm. Kids under construction. And that was huge. I mean. It looked like somebody kicked an ant bed around here. I mean, there were just <laughs> kids running around everywhere. And my kids loved it. And I remember Mr. Farr, Walter Farr, you know, driving that old blue van up yes. to the school, picking kids up at the school. And my kids would hop in the van. They'd come over here. And then all the ladies from the church that were here and just, yeah. you know, teaching the kids the Bible so well. Right. It was amazing. Yeah. It really the, was. The, the, one of the things that blesses me the most in, in, in is just the, the emphasis we've had on youth uh, ministry in this church, and yeah. even to this day, whenever we have the children go leave to to come over and do their do their thing during church service, it just thrills my heart to see all those little, you know, little lives going over there and yeah. being and active and learning about the yeah. Word of God and about yeah. Jesus. And it's just a it just gives a lot of life to the church Absolutely. when you have young families and young children. They're just uh, yeah. it's it just it's thrilling. I think. It really is. Yeah. But but again, I mean, I, you, you know, you're talking about your experience in the Sunday school. Yeah. You know, someone like Miss Sublet. Yes. You know, teaching you and, and, and Mr. Yance teaching the youth Sunday school yeah. class. And it just seems like from the get-go, there was a big commitment to your right, lives right. at Faith Covenant Church. And I really yeah. hope we can carry that on. Yes. And uh, I know Miss, Miss, Miss Sublet would be very, very proud to know that her star pupil is still teaching <laughs> Sunday school at Faith Covenant Church here in the year 2024. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be 2024. Yeah. 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 You're not going to retire anytime soon, are you? Not, not planning to. Okay, okay, good, good. That'll be not great. planning to. All right, that'd be great. Well, Don, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun yeah, for it me. Is. And it is. And I really, what what I really hope is going to happen is that Maybe some people who aren't <clears throat> who aren't familiar with the story of Faith Covenant Church might have a chance to hear this and maybe be inspired to think a little bit more about just what God can do in our right. lives and we're willing yeah. to trust Him and step out yeah. in faith. God is faithful. He really is. He's yeah. faithful. And we don't always know how He's going to do it, but He does it. You know? Amen. Amen. So, That's a great word to end yeah. on. All right. Thank you so Thank much, you. Don. All right. Thank you for joining us today on the Faith Borger Podcast. We hope you've been inspired and encouraged in your relationship with Jesus. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing on Apple or Spotify podcasts. Leave us a review and share this episode on social media. Your support helps us continue spreading the extraordinary love of Jesus and his gospel to the world. To stay connected and explore more resources from Faith Covenant Church in Borger, Texas, visit our website at faithborger.com.